Hello, Tiger fans, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Hey Corner Crew podcast. I am, as always, your host, JJ Lang, and with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Nate the Little Goonfoss. Hey. Uh, Dan Scully, unfortunately, was not able to be here today because his internet died, so Dan is currently working on Fighting Spectrum to get control of his phone back so and his laptop, so... That's really why I'm sad, not because hockey season's We're over. We're more sad that Scully's not here, because, like we said before, Scully's the reason you all watch this show, so... True. But, True. Um, we do have a couple games to go over. Um, it is not going to be a fun one, but it is going to kind of be one that we do have to go over. Um, it sucks. The season, unfortunately, came to an end a couple weeks back. Um, the College of the Holy Cross did take did take us down in a three-game series for the semifinals. Um and then they, of course, moved on to the championship game while we were sent packing. Um, but we're going to go over this real quick because this that weekend was not without some high points. There was some great memories to be had there. There was some good hockey to be played in at least one game. Um, but we're going to go over this real quick. I'm going to pass it to Nate, and we're going to kind of just breeze through this because there are some more things we want to talk about that are a little bit more positive. Yeah... Um, Friday, probably the hardest one to take of the two losses. Um, wasn't much for scoring a one nothing overtime win for Holy Cross. That was about it. Um, JJ's video just died. We're going to just have better, Zoe put better me. On insert the- better JJ here. We're going to just have better me um, be on the whole thing this week because nobody wants to see my face anyway, so. Hardest part of this game was you put 40 shots on net and you can't get one. Um, Credit to Grandy, man. Jason Grandy, he had the weekend of his life. I'll mention this in a moment. He got snubbed from the all-tournament team. Um, Anyway, um, both teams went 0 for 2 on the power play. I mean, we had a power play in overtime. We couldn't capitalize. So, um, it kind of sucks that the power play went which was a high point for most of the season went cold right at the end um it's not good um again jason grandy probably stole game one for them in a series that kind of mirrored uh last year's sacred heart series except the other way um i thought tommy scarfoni stole game one against sacred heart last year and jason grandy stole game one for them this year against us. So there was it's... a there was a shot we had in that game. I think it was in the second period, where <sighs> no, was it the second? Was it, might have been the first. Um, I think I know which one you're talking about. I don't L- remember when it was. Lasky but... had an absolutely had a laser, and Grandy was on the ground, and he just kind of lifted his leg up and kicked it into the air, mm-hmm. and that and then it fell right in right under him. Oh, that that goal could have changed the weekend. We win the hockey game. That, that game's over at that point because Tommy would have had a if, shutout. If we score first, we win the hockey game. Yes. Uh, and I think that was a similar situation on Sunday too, but we'll get there. We'll get that. Um, Saturday, a lot more eventful. Oh, yes. Um, penalty parade yet again for both teams, though, so it's mm-hmm. okay, I guess. Um. Cody Laskowski got us on the board on a power play goal in the first. Um, it was one nothing, 
in the first, and then the second period was on crack. Um, <laughs> Pretty much. Back and forth, uh, Holy Cross tied the game at one. One up one. About a minute. And then a minute and a half later, Wilkie put us back in the lead, 2-1, and then Holy and Liam McClinsky, the go-to guy all weekend, all playoffs for them, scored two goals in less than 30 seconds. And it was not looking good, but then JoJo from his spot, per usual. Tied the game at three with about a minute and a half left, and then there was nothing in the third besides a lot of penalties. And then... Overtime yet again. Overtime yet again, and Elijah Gonzalez, probably with the biggest goal of his career, um, keeping us alive. And I'll tell you what, I cried after that goal. Um, I was stressed. That I that I hugged away about too. ten random people. It was a five on two going the other way. Yeah, that, which if we didn't at that point, if we don't score there, we're in trouble. If we because don't score, we probably would have lost. Holy Cross had three. Hold on, Holy Cross had three guys behind our five guys, yep. and if the puck, if they somehow don't score and the puck gets hit up to them, it's it's a three night, night. Yeah, maybe a three on one. Maybe somebody gets back, but it's. And that was really the only positive of the weekend. Um. This sucks. I hate talking about losing. Yeah. Um, I thought the if I, you can't blame the officials for anything no. this weekend. They made they, um, there was good calls made. There was a lot of calls that were missed on both sides. That we can all yeah. admit that there was, was a, there was a bunch my, of penalties my where my I sat only... there. There was a bunch where I sat there going like, "Wow, that that how was that not called for both my teams?" Only gripe with them is forever if you've watched hockey for a long time playoff hockey you're supposed to let them play Mm -hmm. and i think there were times where the referees were trying to manage the game too much but that's all i'll say about it It, i thought they were fine and the only thing i didn't agree with was um the wilkie game misconduct that was a bunch of crap game three um that kind of screwed us could could you give it could you give it up two minutes for kneeing? And you know, I would, I could even live with a ten-minute misconduct, but it's not how the rules written. Um, sucks that the rules written the way it is. Um, we scored first on Sunday, um, apparently, and then they took it the back. Referees didn't see that, you know, it was clearly in. But I'm not going to get into that. I'll even say, like, when we were sitting there in <sighs> the lobby waiting to get in, Dom, who people well, people might know if you've been to enough games and know a bunch of people well enough. Uh, Dom drove to Rochester from Syracuse for every men's home game for the most part and pretty and much every women's home game also. And he also drove out for away games at different sites also. So mm-hmm. if there's an MVP person this year that you're going to like highlight fan-wise for being the most dedicated, it goes to Dom and there is no other argument besides that. But he So where are you going with this? So he looked at me and he said whoever scores in the first 10 minutes of the first period is winning this game because they will take the momentum and run with it. And at the 10 minute mark, you, they, they effectively scored on themselves because it was, I think it was McClinsky might've accidentally tipped it over the line 
And mm-hmm. on from our angle, for, for both down up front and from the angle we saw from up above, that puck very clearly crosses the line um, all the way, which I'm kind of like, ugh, I don't know how you missed that. And they come out, they call it nothing, and then Holy Cross comes out a few minutes later, and boom, there they go. Now they've got one. They're up to nothing after the first period, and I think that was almost you could kind of feel like that. That's it. That was kind of insurmountable. They did get, we did get one back. <laughs> Obviously, got one back, but then that was it. I, <laughs> I don't think the final score of Sunday really goes to show how close that game was. It wasn't really all that close. I, I mean, it, they, it was back and forth. Like they. Both teams, shot-wise, were somewhat similar. From what I remember, it was two weeks ago now. But I mean, 25 to 19 were the final shots. I mean, it... it's similar-ish. It's close enough. Or 26 I, I, 24. Sorry. I also think our Those guys were saves. probably um, just gassed on Sunday because they had almost 90 well, it, shots it, on goal. It for doesn't help together. when you... It doesn't help when you have to kill two major penalties. No, it doesn't. And it. And I mean, what did we say? The penalties were an issue for this team all year, and yep. they were able to survive it for the most part. But in the end, even if you don't give up goals, it's still going to cost you. And... Because it's less time you have to potentially make shots on goal. Well, and that was it. Season ends. Um, I think we'll look back. I mean, we're going to do our season recap in a couple, couple weeks, maybe in a week or two here. But um, I think we'll look back on it and say, hey, this was a heck of a year. Oh, 100%. Um, you can't take away what they accomplished. It just still sucks because, I mean, I, I made the mistake of going to the championship game, Canisius and Holy Cross, and man, that just. Yeah. That one hurt. Because that was supposed to be our trophy. I mean, you said. Although hell, if you hey, if you would have told me the championship game was going to be Canisius and Holy Cross, I would have called you crazy if you told me that in September. So, (laughs) um, yeah, stuff. But we move on to talk about. Other things. Yeah. Uh, the Atlantic Hockey Awards did come out uh, last week, and needless to say, to, to no one's shock, there was a lot, a of, lot orange of orange on that a list. A lot of orange. Um, so let's kind of go through that real quick. Um, let's go. Th- let's go through like the the te- the first team and all that because. Um, yeah, I'm not doing the second and third team. They're irrelevant. Um, yeah, first team is literally we don't have anybody much. on them. <laughs> We didn't even put anybody on the rookie team either. <laughs> like we that, were first that team or shocked no team. me. Um, I wasn't. Like, yeah, our freshmen were good. I mean, but you could make an argument were... for Tyler Mahan, but yeah, you, I could see the argument. But looking at the guys they put on the list, it does but... make sense. Um, first team, um, basically all orange except for uh, two: Neil Shea from Sacred Heart and Blake Bennett from AIC. Don't and they. Rightfully so, deserved yes. to be up there. Um, there were a couple guys on the second team that deserved to be on the first team, and they weren't. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at Eric Esposito from Mercyhurst. He he could have been first team. I think you could have swapped out a couple guys. But um, Carter Wilkie, one of the forwards. Shocker. Um, yeah, surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, JoJo and in Hanson Mikata both 
defenseman on the first team. Shocker. And the goaltender is none other than Tommy Scarfoni. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, the sea of orange. That was mm-hmm. very. That was Take very. It. That was very expected. I think all of us. All of us. I think knew that it was good because we had all kind of predicted in Discord that it was Wilkie, mm-hmm. JoJo, and Tommy would be in the first team. Yeah, but I don't think. I anybody, mean, I'm, I don't think anybody really thought that. I think everybody knew Hansi Bukata would be in there somewhere, but I don't think we all expected him to be first team, which was awesome to see. I did. I did. He had thirty points. Okay, that's very true. Thirty assists, because like, he was. He I, I'm pretty sure that. he ended the he ended his season third in the country in terms of assists by a defenseman and seventh in the country for yes. assists overall. He finished tenth overall after this past weekend. Yeah, that's that's still insane. So it's pretty impressive. Um, he's not a selfish player, which is nice. No. Um, I mean, two goals, and he scored a goal in the second game of the year. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, I think both his goals came against Army. I'm not even kidding. In that first conference series. I think you're right, honestly. They might have been. I'm checking. I'm looking right now. I think you might be right. Yeah, because he scored the empty (laughs) net goal on Saturday. (laughs) He scored the game winner on Friday. This man was captain assist all year. Oh, I love it. I love it. I'll take that. This man was like that Oprah meme. You get a goal. You get a goal. You get a goal. He had no points against the Union to start. And then he just uh, went insane after that. He had a three-point weekend against Harvey. I remember. With two goals and an assist. And I was like, oh, maybe Aiden's going to score a lot this year from the back end. Nope. No, he's, he's just going to be feeding. Guys. I mean, he was feeding JoJo a lot. I, oh, my God. The two of them together. Good I'd Lord. love to know how many of his assists were to JoJo on the power play. Yeah, that was kind of nuts. But I could spend the time to look it up, but I'm not going to. No. Um, and then we have a bunch of other awards. Um, I guess I'll just go through the whole list for all of them. Yeah. Um, we'll go from bottom to top here. Um, the Sportsmanship Award goes to not RIT. Shocker. Is there a is there a, an opposite for the Sportsmanship Award? <laughs> that would be, so basically the Sportsmanship Award was the least penalized team in the country. Or in, definitely in not, us. <laughs> not us. Um, it, that was definitely Sacred Heart. I thought they were a very dis- – I remember the two games against them. They didn't take a lot of penalties. So, um. The individual sportsmanship award goes to Braden Tuck from Sacred Heart. He had like what two penalties all year. He did not have a lot. Yeah, let me see here. He had two minors in thirty-seven games. That's insane. In his four seasons with Sacred Heart, he's only been whistled for four in one hundred and twenty-four games. This guy is. That's that's <laughs> nuts. <laughs> That's actually kind of nuts. So either he's um, just that disciplined or he gets away with a lot. <laughs> um, The goaltending champion, which is based on t- statistics. It was garbage. Um, Jarrett Fisk from AIC. I mean, rightfully so. He had some. He had the best stats. Okay, but all of them. here's my problem with, it, with him whatever. getting it. Get, whatever. Well, I'm just going to say, he, had, he only played in, what, 16 games the whole year? So everyone's like, if, like if you if you look at sample size, there were guys who played way more that had slightly worse stats right. than him. So it's like he played in twenty four games. So he he played in most, you know, 
60, 65% of the team's games. So, all right, I can live with it. Um, he had two shutouts this year, too. He had 10 wins. So, and he had two points. So, whatever. Um, Tommy, Tommy's the, the first team goaltender. So, that's goalie of the year, in my opinion. But yeah, um, Eric Esposito won the scoring title. Um, he had 32 points, or he had 28 points in Atlantic Hockey, which is what gets him the scoring title. I think Carter Wilkie did have the most points total with 40, but they do it by conference points. So, Which makes sense for your conference awards. Carter Wilkie's still the player of the year, so flex. Um, <laughs> best defensive forward, uh, Cody Laskowski. He had a nine-game scoring streak. Cody, all I do and, is sit in the box, Laskowski. <laughs> hey, hey, he owns Jacob Barczewski. So. He does. He's, he's still Jacob's dad. Um, I hope Jacob comes back next year to Canisius. <laughs> I want to use that again. Um, best defenseman, Aiden Hanson Bucata. Of course. Shocker. I mean, you, yeah, you had to know he was going to get it. Um, Coach of the year is none other than the GOAT. Wayne Wilson. Wayne Wilson. Um. Eighteen seven and one took our first regular season title in twelve years. So that's pretty awesome, Coach. He deserved it. Um, I couldn't really make an. I mean, you, I guess you could say Bill Riga from Holy Cross, but these were regular season awards, not postseason awards. So, um, Rookie of the Year was Max Edigaki from Army. He had a heck of a year. He's going to be a pain in our butt for the next three years. I yes, bet. he is. Um, and then player of the year, called it at the beginning of the year, um, Carter Wilkie. Yep. So Wilkie now has rookie of the year last year and player of the year this year, and he will most likely get player of the year the next three seasons. So just get out of his way, let him do his thing, and we'll be good. Um, lots of lots of awards. Um, fortunately, not the one we wanted, but still, like I said, it's still recognition. It still sucks right now just because it's still so fresh. Um, but, I mean, we'll be more positive, hopefully. Yes. In the season recap in a couple weeks here, um, we got to find time to put together what we want to talk about. And might have in a, that, so. Might also have a guest on for that. Might not. Can't Possibly. confirm anything Who just knows? yet. We'll see what happens there. Who knows? I think we'll be doing, I'm pretty sure I'm safe to say we'll be doing the women's season recap first. Yes, and then the men's. Yeah, afterwards. now that now, now, now that the women's season yeah. is, we'll probably the women's wait. hockey season is over. Yes, we'll we probably will. wait until at least the Frozen Four for the men. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll probably wait to see how far Canisius gets, and then go from there. Because <laughs> good luck in uh, North Dakota, <laughs> Minnesota. Want to be a? <laughs> hey, no, real quick on that though. Um, there's going to be a lot of North Dakota fans there, and they hate the Gophers, so there's going to be a lot of Canisius fans in that building. So I hope there's Are you kidding? Uh, are, did you smoke something today? <laughs> JJ, all the North Dakota fans are going to be cheering for Canisius. Oh, okay, no. That's I, what I mean I, by oh, that. I thought you meant, like, actual Canisius fans. I'm like, well, are you serious? No, but these, no, that makes total sense that you just said that. Okay. I was like, wait a minute. Do you think they're going to go out there for this? No, my sister was actually like, oh, thank God <laughs> that they were in North Dakota so she didn't have to plan that trip, which I kind of 
I don't blame her for that. that. That's, a, that, that's a hike getting out there. Yeah. We were all talking about if, like, it, had we made it, we're like, how are we going to get out there? And a couple of us were like, we're just going to get flights and hotels and gun it. Yeah. Good thing we don't have to worry about it, I guess. Um, um, the next thing we're going to do after this, now that we've kind of wrapped up the awards on that, we're going to go over the... Um, can you just one? Yes. The Atlantic Hockey Championship 3 nothing. if you didn't see. Yes. Um, in a game that wasn't a 3 nothing hockey game. No. It was one nothing until the end. Not, it was... That score is not reflective of how close that game, how good that game was. It was, it was, a, I, I'll be honest, it was a good hockey game, which I was kind of, it was, it was sloppy for a good chunk of it. Uh, Honestly, Holy Cross's offense screwed, um, excuse me, Grandy out of a yeah. shutout. They should definitely have scored in that game. They had some shots. Um, also, they picked Jacob Barczewski for the all-tournament team for goaltender. Garbage. Totally it should have been Grandy. Right, that's garbage. Grandy's the reason they got there. Yes. And Without him, they go absolutely nowhere. Like I, I'm fine with you giving Barczewski the MVP because, yes, I, I agree. But if you're going to give him the MVP, you can't give him the goalie, too. Right, sorry. When the other guy gave up, one goal in a deciding game three against the number one team in the conference uh, is the only reason they won game one. And then shut made, us, sh- shut them out. Made over a made yeah. over a hundred saves in the yeah, semifinal series, and over a hundred in the first series against AIC. Yeah, sorry, that's that's, that's a bad. That's Grandy's award. I don't know. I'm pretty. Sh- I don't know who votes for that, but it was horrible. Um, I got to boo Di Gregorio for the last time. That was very fun. <laughs> My mom was like, be nice. And I said, no, I hate him. Good riddance. <laughs> Michelle, when do you Good start? Riddance. We want you on the pod. Nobody's. Uh, I think <laughs> she technically starts. In a couple days. She starts April 10th, after the, like the Monday after the Frozen Four, I think is when she said she starts. Good. So. so what that means is we can email them and get her on the pod. So we can, we get can her on the pod. That, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I feel like she might do um, it. Give, I'd give her some suggestions. <laughs> yeah. Should no, no. Fire we, 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 <laughs> well, he's retiring too, dude. So okay, fire his son. <laughs> I got to boo him too. Oh, he was there. Damn, yeah, I should have gone with you. <laughs> he dropped the he dropped the, uh, the ceremonial puck. Gross. That's Which is disgusting. funny. He could he couldn't even do that right. He gets up there and goes whack. And then he's like, "Oh, we gotta take a picture." Oh, okay. So he picked it up and then dropped it again. I'm like, you "So idiot. bad, you had to do it twice, huh?" You idiot. Good riddance. Nobody's gonna miss. No you. one's gonna miss either of them. <laughs> Um, All right, so now that we've gotten through the season awards, uh, we're going to go and talk about the seniors that are going to be moving on. Um, we've heard various reports about whether or not certain guys are staying or not. We're not going to talk about that because we really don't know as of just yet if those are confirmed or not. Um, I think we're, from what we understand, Ryan, we're pretty sure on a few of we're them. We're pretty sure a few of them. Um, we're Ryan, not going to, yeah, we don't want to be. I, I don't, I don't it's not our decision to make. It's not. It's I mean, we hope those guys that have been rumored do come back. Let's Believe me, I would take all of these guys back in our I think we all would take everybody and back. If we could have the same I team think again next year, I'd love it. What sucks is that we're, we've been so spoiled the last couple of years with guys having extra COVID years the last two years. Yeah. And the fact that we only get one more class of that after this class, it's kind of sucks. Like, like Tommy doesn't have one, Wilkie doesn't have one. Could you imagine five years of Tommy Scarfoni? I would lose my ever-loving mind. It's only a sophomore. I can't. Good lord. Anyways, can't let's let's go that. numerically from uh, 
smallest number to largest number, I guess. Um, Certainly not the smallest player, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm going to start with. Um, Spencer Berry. Oh, yeah. Sarah um, Rhodes' favorite player. <laughs> um, there are so many good things to say about Spencer. Uh, the brick wall. I remember, the brick wall. When, I remember when he started at RIT um, in the 2000s. He's a grad student um, graduating this year with a master's degree from RIT. He's, he's a phenomenal shutdown defenseman. He, he didn't. Oh, yeah. Didn't put up a lot of points. Put up a good amount of penalty minutes. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll just say this. What, how, what kind of a player was Spencer Berry? He blocked 77 shots this year. 77. Hell of a defenseman. That's a lot. Uh, that's a lot. Um, I thought him and Nicholson together or him and Casero this year were absolutely phenomenal. The brick wall before the brick wall. I was so happy, and I can attest for everybody, when he scored that goal against AIC this year. Oh, my God. That felt so good. So good. The Discord went absolutely insane. That was was the game we had to watch watch party. Yeah, we did. That's true. For for that game, and watching him score, that was so fun. That was awesome. He'd work so hard for it, and then he to finally get rewarded. And I, I remember the bench just going absolutely ballistic. I wish he had scored at home. That would have um, been even better. Oh, <laughs> I would have gone. I would have ran around the Nate building. Nate would have probably jumped onto uh, the ice to give him a hug. <laughs> um, he was one of those guys that would do anything you asked him to. He was a heck, but he was a great penalty killer. Mm-hmm. He, you know, like we said, he didn't do a lot on the score sheet, but finished his career with in 125 games, which for college hockey is a lot. Um, one goal, 16 assists for 17 points. This was his best year statistically. I think that is an attest to who he was playing with. Between splitting time with Nicholson and Casero. Um, I think he was with Aiden a little bit too, not a, a little, talk, a little but, bit with Aiden Heads Bukata, yeah, but mostly um, with Nicholson. And I thought those two, I think coming into the year, we said that pair is going to be the best shutdown pair in Atlantic hockey, and they were. I, I would say they were. So, um, Spencer, we know isn't coming back, which sucks. But yeah, but you know I, what? We got for, one more year of him, so we, we his have one five, more year from this year. His five years here, um, I think he, like I said, he's not going to get the recognition that he deserves because he didn't put up the points. But anybody who really knows the game of hockey knows how valuable he was to this team. Oh, and, my God, yes. And there's no really, there's no replacing him either. Like, you can't just plug someone in and expect to get the same sort of production like he did. Like, no. like he was that, he no. was that good. Um, our next guy, kind of a fun, fun story to tell. Calvin Boots. Bootsy, man. Started off his collegiate career at AIC. Thank you for coming to the good side and finally seeing the light. Mm -hmm. Um, longtime teammate of Caleb Moritz, by the way. So I think we can thank Caleb for him coming to RAT. Well, I think we know for a fact that Caleb kind of 
when when Bucci they went were... to the portal, he was like, "Dude, come here." Yeah, that was because they played together all through high school up in Fairbanks, Alaska. So, no, there's not a lot of hockey up in Alaska. So, if you see two guys from Alaska, <laughs> they probably played together. Yeah, they probably just um, like little kids. I remember his first game at RIT was the COVID year against Clarkson, and he just he was all over those guys. Uh, again, another guy that didn't put up a ton of points. He and he was scratched a lot. He really he last, didn't play at all especially last, year. last season. He played four games last year, and uh, it kind of um, became the meme of. Is Kelvin Boots ever going to play? Because everyone's like, what happened yeah. to him? And then one week, it just changed. And then he, and then this season, they transitioned him to forward. And let me tell you what. Best decision I would take him back. That line with, it was Jeffrey and Trumbull kind of going back and forth with each other. Mm-hmm. And then Boots and Petrucci. That fourth line this year was on. Unbelievable. And Mahan was it, in there too a bunch. Mahan was in there every once in a while, and then some injuries kind of moved Mahan up the lineup. But, I mean, he had five goals this year. I remember that first one against Princeton. I just remember everybody going ballistic. Um, the boots when he scored was the yeah, best. That was great. He was also um, the one who – he was also presented with the ability to sign Aaron Huss's actual boot when Aaron busted up his ankle. Yeah, that, that was, was fun. The, is this the weirdest thing you've ever signed? Yes. <laughs> Boots didn't play until... Love that. October 29th against Holy Cross. That was his first game of the year this year. Was, he, de- was he a defense or forward in that game? Forward. Okay. And his, yeah. second, his second game of the year was against Princeton where he scored, and then he didn't come out of the lineup after that. Yeah, he's, he was... Which he became a force to be reckoned with in that lineup. Yeah. So, I... Best part about that goal is a game winner. Oh, yeah, it was the best. So, and then he had the game winner down at Arizona State in the second game. So, I I don't know if he's coming back. Um, obviously, we don't know that. I would definitely take him back in a heartbeat. I would he was, love him back. He's a great role player for us. Especially after um, his transition, 100% taken back in a heartbeat. My favorite Calvin Boots moment was when he ran Jacob Barczewski at Canisius. <laughs> and sort of the an Canisius commentators brawl. called it malicious. <laughs> and he started a brawl. And then immediately the next night scores the first goal of game two minutes in. So, um, I yeah, enjoyed that, that a lot. That was I, amazing. I um definitely gonna miss Bootsy if he doesn't come back um, oh yeah I thought he was a great kind of a didn't see coming guy this year uh, he was so good we were campaigning for him me and my dad were campaigning for him to win fans choice award so um, which I think that means he didn't he got he got my vote I'll say that and I, I take a lot of things into consideration for my vote I don't write just write down some random name and he got my vote and I was going back and forth between a bunch of guys. So this was definitely the hardest year for me to vote for that. A lot uh, of good dudes this year. Yeah, it was a good, it was a fun year for sure. Um, Next one is Colton Trumbla. Colton, thank you for changing your number. I mid how, midway <laughs> through your career. I hate when guys do that. I uh, had no idea who number 11 was for about two years after you changed your number. <laughs> 
Um, well, because I think he changed it during the COVID year too, so it was only after his first year. Yeah, a lot so of guys switch numbers. During not the COVID being year. not being there kind of hurt it. <laughs> um, three goals, three assists, six points in his career in forty six games. Um, another guy, role player on the fourth line, mm-hmm. and I hate numbering lines because people say, "Oh, the fourth line, they're not that good," which is not true at all. No. Every line has a role, and. He executed his role on that fourth line perfectly. Yep. And there was, it was just tough for him to crack the lineup, I think, some nights. But um, Highlight of the season for him was him getting to score goal, on senior night. Goal on senior night, getting the first goal. Oh, oh, that was I, the best. Especially seniors that don't play a ton. Getting yep. goals on senior night is the absolute best thing ever. Because, you know, their family's in town and... It was you get to score. I mean, oh, we went absolutely oh, mad when he scored. I think my God. I think that goal got the loudest cheer of the night. I'm pretty oh, sure when, when Rocky announced it, it was his only point of the season, and it was his first goal since his freshman year where he had two. Man, so that was a uh, what a way to cap off his senior season was to score in his last and his last what sucks. Game. That was his last game as a Tiger, and it just sucks because I think they put Adam Jeffrey in that next the next game. Yeah, and Jeffrey had two goals. And how do you justify taking him out of the lineup after he played so well? You, so you can't. Um, I say this every year. We got a lot of guys that you know, if they don't go on to play hockey, I think they're going to go on to do a lot of big things. And I want to say it now: any guy that we're talking about now is always welcome. In the corner, yep. anytime they're back. You come back and sit with us anytime you guys want. Um, yeah. Next guy, one Gianfranco Casero. Big Jojo Casero. What yeah. a steal. I've said it before and I'll say it again. How in the ever loving hell did UMass let him leave and come here? I mean, obviously something's up with UMass because they have like an exodus right now of guys leaving me, that let, team. Let me but just, like, my God, let me just let me just go through this here. Ready? This was only this season. This was arguably his best season, and he's only played one more year other than the trip. But 2023 Atlantic Hockey First Team All Conference, check. Hobie Baker Award nominee, check. <laughs> Atlantic Hockey Player, not Defenseman, Player of the Month of October, check, check. Defensive player of the week four times. Got absolutely robbed a couple times. Should have been way more than that. Yep, check. Um, what a year for JoJo this year. Um, coming in from UMass, he'd only played 10, game, he played 10 games in their run to the 2021 National Championship. He is a national champion, by the way, so mm-hmm. don't forget that. That's He's got a ring. Um, he's going to get another one next year. Um, anyway, <laughs> you know, played 38 games last year. You know, eight points, three goals, five assists. I think he had that in October. So, <laughs> I mean, Ed even, I mean, I remember our interview with Ed Trevsker where we asked him, like, what who the standout guy this year for him was, and he said JoJo. He was like, he didn't really, he was not disappointing, but I think people expected more out of him last year. And then this year he came out guns blazing, was like, and this is why he made, he was on UMass for a while. I was I was kidding when I said I think he got that in October. He got more than that in October. <laughs> oh my god! He had he had four goals, seven assists in October. 
finished the year with uh, 32 points, 14 goals, 18 assists, six power play goals, which is where he made his living. Yeah. Um, his one timer is Ovechkin. Yeah. And it, I'm not the one that made that comparison. That was, um, I believe it was, uh, I don't know who said it. It might have been Aiden. It might have been Cody that made that comparison. But anyway, it, it, when I, like, it's beautiful. It's a shot. <laughs> I, and it, uh, the moment I know we're, we're going to go through this, it's going to be something we talk about in the uh, season recap. We'll go through our favorite moments of the year. But my favorite moment of the year easily was his overtime winner against Mercyhurst. A thousand percent. Um, that goal, I mean, anybody who knows me knows I hate overtime, and especially in the playoffs. I get stressed. It's gross. I think I sat there with my head in my hands, looking <laughs> through my fingers with my eyes when that goal. And I, I, JJ knows, I got down the stairs with the broom so fast. I don't think the puck had hit the back of the net, and I look over my shoulder, and Nate is just... <laughs> Going at Mach 8 <laughs> down the steps with a freaking broom. <laughs> um, he was phenomenal this year. Um, they didn't honor him on senior night, which makes me think he's coming back. Yeah. Again, we don't want to speculate on anything. It's not something for us to talk about, really. But in 77 games as a Tiger, is 44 points. Yeah, that's pretty and, good. He stepped up big this year because losing Dan Willett, we thought was really going to hurt our team. And I think, you know, I look at it last year, you know, JoJo played two years at UMass, didn't really play much his first year and didn't really play much his second year. His second year was COVID. Mm -hmm. So last year really was his first true year of college hockey playing. Yeah. And that's an adjustment, especially at a new school. So I think this year, have, being familiar with the school, being familiar with the system and the coaches and the players on the team, and, the, and especially the league, Atlantic hockey is not an easy league to play defense in. No, it's not. So, which Atlantic hockey it's, has been getting a lot of crap this week. So, um, I will defend it till the day I die. But even though we went out of it, <laughs> hmm? I said even though we went out of it. Shh, don't talk about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, I thought he was a great addition last year. He was phenomenal this year. Uh, he deserved – I think he was second for player of the year. He probably, he probably was, behind God. Wolfie. He definitely was. So, he was at least top five in that voting. So um, if he comes back, I, I will be ecstatic. If he doesn't and pursues other opportunities, I hope they're professionally – I think he has the he means to play professionally. He's definitely good enough to play pro hockey. He definitely is. Um, and he showed it this year, too. Yes, he so. did. Um, our next senior, Elijah Gonzalez. Uh, the great Gonzo himself. Comeback player of the year. Yeah. If they voted on it, and it, I, it is an award, I think, with I – I don't think it's called comeback player of the year, but it's definitely an award they give out at the pick. But I think you have to give it to Elijah Gonzalez. Yeah. His injury last year, I believe it was a hip. And it was early and in the year. Like, he did not was, play most of the he, season. He played 15 games last year. And, like, and if, you, if, and he played towards the end of the year, and you could tell he wasn't himself. No. Uh, wasn't. You could tell he was still playing hurt. Um, and he then, had I don't a, think he played. He had a, phen- he had a phenomenal rookie year. 
I, I thought did he was on the yeah he was on the all rookie team. Um, he was. I mean, he had a lot of success his first two years. He was on the you know all academic team. He was an all American scholar. He's smart, which we like. RIT. Um, which, Let's just say, just real quick side tangent, like to dispel the notion that like at college athletes are idiots. Like there are guys on this team that are in majors that are really dip- like we were talking before the show. Like Carter Wilkie's a biomed major. Like that is not an How easy many- major to just walk through. A couple years ago, we put all but two guys on the all academic team in yeah. Atlantic hockey. Yeah. That is something I think the coaches pride themselves on. Oh, student is, athlete. Student I think, athlete. I think Brian, Brian Hills has said it before. When they're recruiting, they look for, in this order, good people, good students, good hockey players. Yep. And I think that's definitely something to be proud of. Um, I know there's a lot of schools where that's not the case. So. Cough. Mercy first. Cough. <laughs> not that. Uh, Rick Gotkin has all my respect in the world. Oh, 100%. Um, he, uh, Elijah, had a you know a great bounce back year. Played in all 39 games. He had seven goals, 11 assists for 18 points. Two game winners. I believe one was, a, yeah, two game winners. Do you know what they were? Canisius? Nope. They were both against Holy Cross, both in overtime. Oh, my God. He scored the overtime goal back in October, and he scored the overtime goal. That's kind uh, of wild. Two game winners, two over, uh, two overtime goals, and they were both against Holy Cross. I believe they were both against Grandy too. Grandy's too. So, um, that's insane. Heck, of a, heck of a bounce back here for Gonzo. I know we were also happy to see him back playing like yes. himself, playing like his normal self. Absolutely. And that line with him, Moritz, and it was either Isabel, man. Uh, Jacques, anybody they put on that line. Nuts. I loved Mahan on that line with Gonzo and Moritz. I thought that was a great line for Mahan to play with because all three of those guys can move the puck. Yep. And, yep. and that Elijah like, Gonzalez is a heck of a skater. He's and fast as all hell. Like, oh my he's God, tiny. He's, he's only quick. He's, he's only 5'9", but he, he can move. So And he's physical, too. Like For 5'9", he's physical. And I think that's what I love about him. He's, he's not afraid to get in dirty. And, JJ, you and I can both agree on our favorite Gonzo moment. Um, scored two goals in the third period in that Canisius game back oh in 2020. Oh, my God. He, ugh. Ugh. he single-handedly brought us back from the dead in that game. Yep. Two third-period goals helped dig out of a 4-1 deficit and a 5-4 comeback. So... Um, oh, Elijah, the great Gonzo, Ryan yeah. West, get on that, making a bunch of graphics of Elijah Gonzalez's head on Gonzo from the Muppets, please, if you're watching this, because I think you do. Um, That'd be hilarious. Yeah, had a had a good game, had a good year this year. I'm excited if he does come back to see what he can do next year. Absolutely. And another year healthy, like completely healthy. Like I, I think at the start of the year he was still kinda eh. Yep. And you could tell towards the end of the year he was finally back. He was back um, to being him he's Gonzo was back to being Gonzo again. I'm gonna try not to get emotional for this one. Kobe Walker. 
Oh, Kobe. Um. Broken basketball hoop and all. <laughs> that thing. Um. What Kobe Walker means to this program, I think. Um. It's more than you can really put into words. It's way more than obvious, and I think there's a reason. He wore the C this year, and I realized that game one of this year why he had a C on his jersey. And it was before they even stepped foot on the ice. Mm -hmm. When the 50 or so of us were walking into the building at Union, Kobe Walker was right there, fist bumping everybody as they walked in the door. That might be my favorite moment of this year. And I'm not even lying when I say that either. That might um, be my favorite moment of this year. That's why he wears the C on his jersey. That's why... He came. That's why I'm sure Wayne brought him back for a fifth year because he took the captaincy for this team and rolled with it. And everything you heard is he was just—he's a great guy in the room. He's, he's a great leader. teammate. He's picking guys up when he was hurt, and it sucks the way his career ended. I'm crushed that it ended the way it did. Um. The fact that he stayed on the bench the rest of the game, even though he knew he knew he wasn't going back in, and he stayed on the bench in uniform, and that shows you how much he means to the program, how much he means to the team. Yep, guys on the ice. Uh, Kobe Walker is definitely going down as one of my favorite Tigers of all time, and yes, he. Always found a way to score a big goal. Um, As the name goes. Can I say it? You can take it this time. Kobe, all he does is score big fucking goals. <laughs> I love that. You know, what? I wanna, that out. you know what? Let's make t-shirts um, out of that. <laughs> we should have done that this year. Made t-shirts out of that. Two game winners. He scored the game winner at Canisius in that 10-4 blowout. And then... He scored the game winner against Bentley late in the year. Um, Kobe in 142 games. This is crazy. He had 40 goals and 40 assists. That's kind of creepy. I'm not gonna lie. It's a little spooky. One of another one of our favorite Kobe moments. JJ. He scored the game winner in that Canisius game. And the picture of him literally like Superman airborne eating the boards, eating, eating the, boards, the boards, like face and still first. scoring was the best. <laughs> Oh, he was. So he's he's irreplaceable. Yeah, there will never and be another. Kobe, gonna, there will never be another Kobe Walker ever again. He's gonna be missed big time. Um. Yeah. He also he, was. He was also. I one hope of the he first gets people. a chance. I hope he gets a chance to play pro hockey. I think he deserves a shot. I think he'll get a shot. Um. Too. So we'll see. He was also one of the first players to come on the pod and get interviewed this year, and he was. Absolute delight getting to talk to. Oh, absolutely! He was so much fun getting an interview. I wish we could have gotten him out again, but also, um, he also scored the goal that t- that tied the game in Game Three against Sacred Heart, which I think totally shifted the momentum last year in that game. Yep. Yes, um, he did. Kobe, man, he just he figured out how to score in the big moments. He he always scored the goal when we needed it, and I think that that's why I gave him the nickname because. He was 
again, he found ways to score when we needed a goal. And he's just, he, I'm going to miss him a lot. I think yeah. the team's going to miss him a lot. And I actually got to meet his mom last year at Niagara. <laughs> Aaron was, uh, Aaron has oh, his that's jersey. That's right. You're right. And uh, she came out, and Aaron and I were chatting with her. She's a lovely lady, Kobe. Lovely. Um, and the way she, the way I told her, I said, your son is one of my favorite players to watch. And I think Kobe, I've watched a lot of RIT hockey over the years, JJ. And I I think it's safe to say Kobe Walker's in my top ten favorite I, players yeah. in RIT. Yeah. So. Yep. It's a tough list to crack. I have high standards. There's so many good players is the problem. <laughs> All right, so next on the list of seniors for us to go through um, is another is a former Tiger who then became a Tiger, one Mr. Matt a, a Kellenberger. better Tiger. Yes, better, better, better Tiger is uh, Mr. Matt Kellenberger, <laughs> who gave us probably Matt. one of the most hype moments of the entire year. Which one? The one where he scored I, against his old team. <laughs> oh well, yeah. I thought you're. I mean, he. I mean, you could have said the playoff goal too against Mercy. That Hurts. was pretty awesome too. Yes. Um. Matt Kallenberger. Um. What can we say about him? Um. I mean, he made a good first impression. He had an assist. I believe yeah, it was on the first goal of the season. Let me double check. I that. think it because who scored that first goal? Was it Carter? Tanner, Andrew. No, oh, it, was it was Tanner. Tanner. That's right. Carter didn't get one until Arnie. Wait. Yes, he scored the next weekend. That's right. Or a couple <sighs> weekends later. Freaking CHN. Hang on. Why are you relying on CHN? We all know it's terrible. Well, it's quick and easy. Um, ah, it was the second goal. Yes. So Evan Miller's goal. Um, anyway... Matt Kellenberger came to us from Princeton after getting his his undergrad at Princeton. Um, played 74 games for Princeton. He only missed... They didn't play during the COVID year. Mm-hmm. So, But they didn't give the redshirt year or the extra COVID year for that, which is stupid. Thank you. Ivy Leagues. Yeah, Kelly you. should definitely have had another year to play. Yeah, um, it's stupid. I didn't even realize that, and I said something to him too about that after the game. I think you made a joke about you got like red shirt yeah. come back, and he was like, "Nah, I kind of can't do that." <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. I hate the Ivy Leagues. Um, anyway, he uh, he played for a former Tiger, Mike Tarantino, and juniors mm-hmm. before playing for Princeton. And I'm pretty sure I heard a story that Wayne was trying to recruit Kelly to come here first. Yes, he um, did. We did hear that. Obviously, he took the Ivy League education and the scholarship um, to Princeton yeah, and then came that. back. Um, his brother's name is Nathan, apparently, so I like him already. <laughs> um, I'm just going through his bio here, so I saw oh that. Um, I remember saying, and I'm pretty sure we said it on the podcast when we previewed Princeton, if Kellenberger scores, we're all going to lose our minds. And that is exactly what happened. <laughs> and sure enough, like two minutes into the game, he took a shot. It was – I didn't know he had that shot in him. I think he just took the shot in the hopes of it, like, getting a deflection. And it just went in. <laughs> and it went in. Because oh, his was reaction awesome. was like, oh, my God, I scored. 
He was unbelievable this year. He was a great shutdown defenseman. Yeah, he was. He played in, I'm pretty sure he played in every game. Scroll, yes, scroll, scroll, I'm pretty scroll. sure he did. I don't remember him being missed. Missed wrong. the Saturday Canisius game, and that was it. He played in every game other than that game. So he missed one game. The second game. time, missed one twenty nine games for us this year. Um, Wild. Three goals, five assists, eight points. Like I said, that goal against um, that goal against Princeton was amazing. I yeah, think we all collectively lost our minds um and i don't think he was brought in to be that point getter i think he was no. brought in to be that shutdown defenseman yes he was and be that veteran presence and play on a line with a younger guy which he did i, I mean i'm pretty sure he played with younger guys all year yeah wasn't he, who was he with in that line wasn't he with he, uh wasn't he, he was with jock wasn't he Jock's a forward. Jock's Keller's Kelly's a defenseman. No, I mean like in that chunk, in like that chunk he, that he played with. He was on the ice with them most of the time. He played with Dimitri a lot. He put well, Kellenberg is a defenseman, not a forward. Oh crap! My bad. Those other guys are forward. Um, he kind of he kind of played with everybody. He played with Barry a lot at the end of the year, which I think those two together they complement each other so well. Mm-hmm. Um. Definitely. And my favorite Matt Kellenberger moment was after the game on Sunday. He came up to us and said thank you. He said thank and you for the single greatest season he'd ever had. He said much. that was the most fun season he'd ever had playing hockey. And that meant a lot to us. And and it sucks because Princeton doesn't get the support that a lot of schools don't get the support that we give our guys. And that's what honestly keeps a lot, a lot of guys of don't here. realize that until um, until they get here. So, and I, that's what gets a lot of guys to come here too. And I'm not tooting our own horn or anything. Yes, no, I it's it's. Uh-huh. I mean, the, I mean, the <laughs> yeah. coaches lean into that. We know that from talking to them. Yeah. Like they're like, yeah, they bring them to so, big games. You'd be like, yeah, look at the corner. Look at these guys. Look at how crazy they get. Yeah. Like they use it as a way to get people here. I say every recruit should come sit in the corner group for one game and see how much fun it is, and then and then, then you'll be like, "I want to, <laughs> I want to play in front of this." So, Matt Kellenberger, um, he's got an Ivy League degree and an RIT degree in business administration. So, hey man, this guy's sitting pretty right now. He's he's gonna do some <laughs> big things, and I wish he could come back for one more year, but oh. it's not how it works. I wish they could, like I said, I wish they could. Go. One more year of Kelly would be pretty awesome. Oh. I Caleb still, Moritz. Oh, yes, go ahead. Oh, no, Morris. go ahead. Go ahead. Finish I was going to say, I, I, still, I still loved the uh, thanks for Keldenberger whiteboard against Princeton and during warm-ups. They all kept trying to knock it down. <laughs> and then he yeah, comes out and scores good. first, and we all went, oh, my dude. Oh. Just saying that again. I sat there and <laughs> threw my hat screaming, and everybody's looking around, and we're all like, Keldenberger scored against this whole team. <laughs> Uh, that made the weekend. Like, we lost the next. That was my favorite goal nothing. all year. And I was. I think that. I was pretty miserable after that. That was my hey. favorite. That was my favorite goal all year. It was the that, best goal in, all year. Like I said, we'll do our top five moments of the year in the that's recap. One. But that's it's it's <laughs> that's up, up there. there. It's, in, it's it's at least in my top ten. Oh yeah. Um. All right. Like I said, Caleb Moritz. Um, yeah, another guy you can talk about with being an absolute brainiac of a human being. Considering. Bio-mind. Yeah, and 
we'll get Oof. we'll get to more later about what he's doing in the um, future. Caleb Moritz last season only had six points, and I think he played hurt for most of the year. He I was think he did also. Himself. I believe he was he not himself injury. last year. Um, he he was not himself, and you can tell. You could tell watching him play. Um, I mean, he had a, another, again. He had a great, great freshman year. Mm-hmm. I, this class was fen- were phenomenal freshmen. Oh yes. Um, one of my favorite Moritz moments was I drove all the way to Toledo to watch the Icebreaker tournament <laughs> to watch us play Bowling Green, and Bowling Green was up two nothing. In the third period, now or in the, late in the second, I'm like, oh well, glad I came all the way out here. And then it was Bruce who scored the first goal. I'm pretty sure it was Rinaldi that scored the second goal, and then Caleb Moritz in overtime on a beautiful pass. I don't even know who sent him the puck, and I just remember it was me, Zoe, and the Pat Bat. <laughs> And we all went ballistic because Bowling Green was ranked 17th in the country at the time. Um, we like beating ranked teams. Get over it. Um, we also liked beating a ranked team this year. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Um, that was a great one. It was a lot of fun. Um, like I said, last year, a tough year for him. This year, he was back to himself. Mm-hmm. Very much and so. And that was, you know... Again, he's not a big numbers guy. He had 19 points, five goals, 14 assists, two goals on the power play, which were, if I remember correctly, were big goals at the time. Mm-hmm. He got the one against Union at homecoming, and then one at Bentley. That um, goal, talking about that, the, the Union goal at homecoming. Wait had, a second. Oh, wait God. a second. Was the Bentley goal an own goal? Was that one of the own goals? It was. You're right. It was an I own goal. Think it was the second home goal. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. No, it wasn't. It was the first goal. Okay. The game. That was uh, Gonzo that got the own goal. Yes. No. So the goal he had against Union at homecoming, he scored. And obviously the current trooper, Carson, is good friends with him. And was like, hey, man, nice goal. And Caleb's response to him was, I'm not going to lie. I had no idea that went in until somebody's like, <laughs> dude, you scored. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, wait, really? <laughs> He got that goal, and then I think his I think he got his confidence, and that it just took he he, he went off from there. Okay. I mean, up up and away. Again, kid from Alaska coming down here to play hockey, um, riding them sled dogs to victory. <laughs> he missed November because he had that. He missed the whole month of November because he was he had that weird freak leg injury. Yeah, it was something with his out knee, at Air I think Force. It was. And I remember just hearing, like, the horrors of that. And getting him back against Canisius in December was big. Mm-hmm. I think we missed him in November a little bit. I mean, it, yes. we we played well in November, but we missed him a lot in that mm-hmm. game. Um, he played on my favorite uh, Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League team, the Flin Flon Bombers, only because <laughs> I like saying that. Um, the Flin Flon uh, pipeline to oh, RIT is Lord, phenomenal. We have amazing. a we have a couple guys that played for that. So Flynn Flam Bombers, that is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. So the pipeline there is phenomenal. Um, another guy, um, 
I'm pretty sure we know he's not coming back because he's going to go be a doctor. Yeah, yeah, he's going to medical school. So, so, uh, yeah, good for you, Caleb. Um, you're going to make good more money you. than all of us combined. Um, so that's we'll miss you great. for sure. Please come back. Um, With your white coat and stethoscope. <laughs> yeah. Make sure my heart's still working after some of these games. We um, should just hire Caleb as just the Corner Crew's resident doctor, so if anyone has a heart attack because of a big game, he can just resuscitate corner, all of us. Corner Crew cardiologist. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. We're gonna, um, have to, we're gonna have to tell him that now. That'd be really funny. Ah, uh, we should give him an orange, um, give him an orange coat to wear, stethoscope, and yeah. everything. That'd be so funny. <laughs> um, our next guy. One of our favorites on the oh, podcast. Yes, sir. Um, Mr. Ryan Nicholson, who had the Ryan. <laughs> what is this picture? <laughs> what is this headshot? Is it his the one hair... is it the one from his head where he has glasses and like a weird marine buzz cut? No, no, it's his headshot from this series. He's got the the curly mullet going and the the mustache that you can barely see. Uh, hey, don't don't hate the player, hate the game. Yeah, I guess so. I'm jealous. My, I guess. my dude's I got some I, drip. I can't do either. By the way, did you ever get your haircut after the nope. playoffs? By the way? Nope. I'll show it. The mullet is still still, still not is still, still not there. cutting it until um, it's, until we it, win. the mullet will stay until we get a championship. Oh, boys, please. Re- regardless <laughs> of what anybody in my life tells me. Um, <laughs> My favorite Ryan Nicholson moment was when he told us why he wears 24. Oh, my God. It was the absolute funniest thing. If you didn't – I'm not going to say what it is. You have to go listen to our interview. Yeah, go watch the interview because it's really funny. It's on YouTube. It's, uh, it's in Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts. Um, Ryan Nicholson wasn't the most flashy guy when it comes to points. He had 25 of them in his career. He had his first collegiate goal – if I remember correctly. Wasn't it a couple, was last year? It was his freshman year. Oh, okay. Um, not his first collegiate goal in a 4-1 win over Robert Morris. They'll be um, back this year. Next year. Added all three tallies the following day. No, he didn't. <laughs> I love you just reading the stat sheet. Dan, Dan, we're going to have to have a conversation about these uh, player bios here. You're going to have to get Tim in on this. we got to fix this. says he had a hat trick against Robert Morris, but he definitely did not. (laughs) um, Whoops. uh, Oh, here's a nice one. During the COVID year, he, he was on the Dean's list. So for both semesters, at a boy, Ryan. Again, another... Another smart hockey player, which we love. Um, my favorite Nicholson moment this year, easily far and above that game winner against Canisius. With oh, 10 my God. I just remember losing my ever-living mind. If you watch the replay of it, you can see me. I'm standing next to JJ. Oh. I might have punched you in the face. I think you came close. Because <laughs> I, I just started jumping. We both uh, we started hugging each other, jumping up and down, and then we wouldn't let you go anywhere else the rest of that night. No, no, I was stuck. I was stuck down front. Yep, for that whole the whole game because we started coming back as soon as you went down there. We're like, uh, Nate doesn't get to leave, and then Ryan buried that puck. And then he got 
then he got one on senior night too, which I believe, yes, was the game winner. Uh, it was, yes. It was the one that put us up. Actually, both his goals this year were game winners. So, bingo. Take it. Love it. Um, two goals, seven assists, nine points. Finishes his four years at RIT, 121 games. Five goals, 20 assists for 25 points. Um, Ryan, if you come back, we got to work on some of the penalties. But that's everybody's. Yeah. We're um, fairly certain he's back, but we're not going to confirm anything. So I I hope he's back because I, 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 I want him on the pot again. <laughs> Our decoy next year is going to be ridiculous. Good Lord. Uh-huh. Could you imagine that? Another guy Nicholson who decided and to Casero if they're both back. Good God, that's nightmare fuel for other teams. Another guy who my dad likes because he wears twenty four. Um, JJ, if you want his jersey, you're gonna have to fight my dad. I'll fight it. your dad for that jersey. You'll you'll lose. I'll um, fight your dad for that jersey. Our uh, our next guy. Um, this is a long podcast, by the way. You know what? We're I'm fine with that. This is this is a good this is a good reason to be long. Highlighting the good um, of the seniors. Andrew Petrucci, another fifth year guy, made his debut at UMass Lowell, I believe, in the second game of the season. Um, scored his first goal in an eight four win over Niagara. I remember that one. That was a fun one. That was a weird weeknight game, if I remember correctly. Was it or, like, no? It was, a Tuesday it was right game, before it? break. Yeah, it was like right before. It was break. like a Tuesday a, or Thursday. Yeah, it was a weird. It was a stupid game. Yeah, but we won, so hey. Yeah, we won eight four. So get, you know what, Niagara, <laughs> um, almost got me. Yeah, uh, I, I thought you were gonna say it for a second. I'm like, oh, he's I gonna say it again. Caught myself. Caught myself. <laughs> um, scored in a homecoming game over Merrimack. Yeah, he is not good. the biggest points guy again. No, but but he, but he played a role, and that's he knew that. Petrucci. He was a, he, he was on that fourth line this year. He sent, he was on that fourth line. He signed that fourth line all season, and he played phenomenal. Yeah, he did. Um, he, you know, three goals, five assists. He tied a career high with goals this year. Um. This was the year he had the most points of his career. He had eight. Um, another guy that knew his role, played it very well. And he scored that uh, second goal at Canisius that second time, too. So mm-hmm. um, He always seemed like a very quiet guy, but I always kind of looked at him like, and I, like a I killer robot. Talk, like the man think, just knew it. He, he, was, he, he just meant business. I think we talked about that, too, at the beginning of the season. We did. He, as far it, just from watching from afar, he seemed like the, the guy that just put his hat, put his hard hat on, went and did did his work, mm-hmm. and he did it very well. He, he and knew what his role a leader was. by example, exactly. And he killed penalties. He was he was the his first guy over the boards he, at after we got scored on. That line was the first line over the boards, and that's what your fourth line is. It's the, yep. you know we need a momentum shift. Go out, bang a few guys around. Get the and let's back. get some momentum back, you know. So, like he, like we said, he played his role very well. He was very good at what he did. Um, definitely going to be missed. Another guy, you know, fifth year senior. He he didn't 100%. have to come back. No, he could he could very well have moved. Him, out. Kobe, and Spencer did not have to come back, but they did. 
and that's something that's something that I I can admire for all three of them. Even the guys that came back last year, the fifth years, I and the guys that are going to come back next year and the year after that, I you can admire them for that because Absolutely. they again they didn't have to they didn't have to and another guy that I think was proud to be a tiger and the way he played showed it for sure. Absolutely. Um, and last but not one, least last, but certainly not. Least. Absolutely. Kobe the guy Matthews. that gave us a run last season that we will never forget. Yeah. Um, in a game, I will never forget and a, a save that I will never forget. That save against Notre Dame in overtime. Oh my God! At Notre Dame, wild was unreal. It was a fantastic game for Kobe. He made that year. save, and the team and we went down the other way, and Carter Wilkie buried it, buried it in overtime. That was uh, that's fun. I re- I remember his first. He had the task of coming in on a night after we got blown out by UMass Lowell. Logan Jacket did not play well. So and it was a non conference game in in January, so usually you split your goaltenders. Yeah. Colby's Always. first collegiate start was against the number thirteen team in the country. Yep. And he was made twenty six saves in a three two win. The reason we won the game. Yeah. And we said over and over and over and over again this year, Colby Matthews is good enough to be a starter at most at a bunch of programs in this yeah. in the country. He is. He is. He has. Is and always will be a fantastic goal goaltender. And like we said last year, he. I mean, he was at one point two and zero in his career. Yeah, uh, he started two games and he had won both. So I was like, oh, okay. Um, he was goaltender of the week twice last year, October eleventh and November first. He had a great start to last season. You know, he went ten six and three last year. Mm-hmm. Um. Unfortunately, he did get injured. Or no, was he injured, or did he get sick? I think Tommy came in and just kind of took the job, which is yeah. tough for a goaltender. Um, you know, you can play really well, but then you can get the net taken from you. Yes, um, it's not a knock on Colby at all. No, it's not. Which he finished his his career with seven hundred and five saves, fifteen nine and three. Uh, we do also know, as of I think either a week or two ago, might even be shorter than that, that um, Colby is he is going to continue playing, but he is going to be taking his talents elsewhere. We hope. We hope. We, yes, we hope. We hope. Um, he, he did enter the transfer portal, which honestly I was not surprised by, because no. of the fact that we and know you know Col- what I I look at it this way, and I said the same thing about Will Cobley. He he played his four years. Yep. If it weren't for COVID, he'd be done anyway. Exactly. Colby Matthews can start and play games and win games with a lot of for other a programs. bunch of other teams in the country. Yeah, I said it before, and I said it with Will. We love you. Mm-hmm. We will support you. But if you're playing us, it's game on. <laughs> we don't know who you are. I really I hope he I... doesn't go to one of like the other teams in this conference because I don't want to have to play him because I love Kobe Matthews. He's one of he he to me is one of my favorite players. Like I I have a thing for like I always love kind of the goalies that like I want to say never played but like I loved Christian Shore. I knew him personally. 
I loved Adriano. I love Kobe Matthews. Like, I just always loved those guys. Quick Ian Adriano story. I watched him and his parents just pound a plate of, like, 50 baldness <laughs> swings at Applebee's one night. I don't know what made me think of that, but um, Colby. Um, you will very much be missed. I, 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 we said it all year. I, we didn't have a one and two goalie situation. We had a one A and a one B. Yep. And Honestly, yeah. I think all of us felt very comfortable that if you know, God forbid, if Tommy had gone down, that Colby could come in and do the job. And I was so glad he got to play one more game on senior night. I was so glad that senior night game meant nothing because then he could play at all because he could play and. And he got um, he he got one last win in front of the home crowd, being able to play, which was great. I still love the video of when they were smashing the boards. I think Aaron took it and Colby. Oh, and he's pounding them all. Oh, that was the best. Oh, that was oh, so man, good. That was so good. That's like a highlight of the year, right there. Was doing that. And uh, that's the class of twenty twenty three. Like we said, we don't we don't know who it is of that group. Pretty much, we don't know of all the seniors that could return. Um, some guys we've heard rumblings for. People have said things in Discord. We don't know the team. The team will yet. officially announce it at some point. Yeah, they'll probably um, say it probably, summer, but the after old, probably around. I think they announced it last year in like May. Yeah, we the, the so, only person we know for a fact is not returning is Colby Matthews. Um, but everybody mm-hmm. else, everybody else says that is fair game. Um. I also, well, and Caleb, because he's going to go be a doctor. Yes, and Caleb, because Caleb's going to be a doctor, <laughs> and he's going to come back and be the corner cruise cardiologist just in case mm-hmm. we have heart attacks during the game. Which, for the love of God, oh my God, that number of times that sentence was said this year of I almost had a heart attack was uh, off the charts. <laughs> it happened a couple too many times. Um, it, was, uh, it was a fun year. Yeah, it was a very fun year. Um, and we're gonna, I know, we'll talk about it later We'll go on, more but... in our, in our uh, men's and women's season recaps that will be separately. I think we're going to try to do the women's one next week, I hope. Sometime soon here. Hopefully we'll you're going to get that out. Because unfortunately, Scully's schedule is now divided between every spring sport RIT has to offer, so we'll have to make sure we can make sure that Dan is here. And his, I'm looking, and, I'm and looking, his internet's I'm working. We have an opening on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Booyah! So he gets to go through and do all the quick editing. Uh, speaking I'm, of... I'm looking at the schedule for RAT Athletics. We're pretty open next week, so maybe yeah. we can pound them pound um, out next week. But... Speaking of uh, people that do a lot for the show, uh, I wanted to go through and name, a f- and not even for the show, but just for the corner crew in general, for their contributions and whatnot. Um, I do want to go through and acknowledge a few people because I do think it's important to do that. Um, all of the pet band seniors, we will miss you. We do, we do not apologize for demanding you play Freebird every game. Oh, um, I will never be sorry. For you that. will hear that in it, your you will hear that in your dreams for the rest of your life. Be aware of that. Um, deal I'm, with it. I'm going to crop this clip out and directly send it to you on Instagram, just in case you all try to avoid <laughs> it. Um, so that is true. Um, Aaron every... Huss, Kate Haywood, Ryan West, anybody who made memes or graphics, Max Conway, all you guys that helped us making cool stuff. Um, thank you for all your hard work. You guys made a bunch of really cool graphics and fan art, and whatnot, hype videos that got made to put up. Aaron with obviously with uh, we named him a bunch with making a bunch of the cutouts and whatnot. Um, who else was I gonna say? Oh my god! Oh, all of our guests that came on this year. Um, we wanted to have more. Um, the scheduling just didn't work. Unfortunately, we're, we're looking at doing some stuff we'll... over the off season, so we'll. 
figure yeah, it out. Yes, be don't worry. We're gonna take oh, we're a little gonna... bit of a break here. We're gonna do the we'll do the recaps, but then we'll take a little bit of a break. Yeah, because we gotta set up some stuff. Um, you know, JJ and Scully have to graduate. Um, yeah, that's know, kind of no important. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to make sure those two get that figured um, out. Yes, um, all of our guests. Any any senior from Corner Crew. Um, thank you. Absolutely. Seriously for everything. Come back. Um, Pull a Dom. Come back. <laughs> yeah. Come back whenever you want. Um, I, I say this all the time. Corner crew is not a student section. There's a fan section. Yep. So anybody, all and everybody are welcome. Absolutely. Um, we'll miss you. I love, you know, please stay active in discord. I mm-hmm. think it's the best way to keep in touch with everybody. The amount, now, of and now that, and now that the amount of is alumni here, so. that we have in Discord is unbelievable. I mean, there's over 500 people um, in Discord now. So if you were, if you're kind of, if you were sad about not being able to keep in touch with hockey people or just being in that community, you still can be because now you have the opportunity to keep in touch with everybody through the Discord, which is great. Um, I know he's not here, and he wasn't originally part of the plan for the show, Dan Scully. Yes, thank you, Dan. Um, he's probably we love you, Dan. This. He's probably going to watch this and cry, but that's okay. He wasn't originally like when JJ and I started this in August. Holy good lord! Well, we had the idea for it in like June, and yeah. then we had like fifteen phone calls saying how we're going to make this work, and then we started going, and then we're like, we should have Scully on for just the women's stuff because Dan knows yeah, more about the women's he, team than all of us. He follows the women's team a lot more closely than we and do. Then, and then it just turned into Dan was just on every week, and, and I was he like, just hey, do you want to come crew. on it? He he texted me after the preview, and he's like, um. It was a lot of fun, guys. I'm willing to come on anytime. I'm like, well, and then I texted JJ. I was like, I'll just have him on all the time. <laughs> just like, just make him part of permanently. it. Like, um, holy, we are running out of time. I'm like, okay. Right. I got um, a couple more things to say. Yes, um, me too. To um, JJ, you for being my partner in crime all year. Um, it takes a lot of people to do what we do. And like Zoe, a let's lot make sure of help. We were, let's and make sure we acknowledge Zoe, please. That. I was getting there. Okay, Zoe <laughs> doing the editing of this, keeping me in line all year. How she does that? Um, that's <laughs> a question. Um, I know you and I both put a lot of work into this, and um, it's been a lot of fun this year. Yes. Don't leave me, please. Um, I don't know if I can handle everybody down there. <laughs> Listen, you know I'm coming back. So, I'm never leaving. Um, knowing my luck, I'll probably die in the building one day. That's what'll happen. Oh Jesus! I'm shocked Both. I haven't already. Um, <laughs> really, to everybody, I say Corner Crew's a family, and it really is. I know I'm getting emotional and blah blah blah. I'm not this kind of guy, but um, he's, he's right. Corner Corner Crew's a family. I hugged about 20 random strangers after the Mercyhurst game winner. <laughs> so. Um, everybody on Discord that's active, yes. Um, thank you. Discord has turned into something that I don't think we ever thought it would be. So no, the people who travel to all the games and put your name and yeah, everybody that orders. everybody that doesn't live in Rochester <laughs> <and went to laughs> showed up anyway. <laughs> love it. No, like, even the ones that like Bentley and Holy Cross. Oh, when, 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 when there was an audible, there was an chance. audible corner crew, just mobile corner crew, just <sighs> in those. Like my God, it was so fun to see. I wish I could have been awesome. to those games. I know. JJ and I joke that one year we're just going to go to every game home and road, and it's going to be the one. Will. 
It's going to be the one year we play Arizona, Alaska. That's <laughs> what we're going to be committed to. <laughs> North Dakota. We're going to play all those teams yeah. like that. Um, so before we wrap up, obviously we're not going we're, – we're going to do – probably in the next couple of weeks we're going to be doing the women's season review and the men's season review for the year, going over all of our highlights and whatnot and what we think. We're going to do – we're going to do our own awards. Yes, we have our own awards. That might probably may end up being a separate show, or it might, be, might no, be a separate it'll, we'll, we'll chuck we'll it on the in. end of the yeah, we'll do something like that. End of the recaps. Uh, but we also are planning some fun stuff for the off season. Where we are, like I said, we are going to take a little bit of a break, but we will be around. You know, graduation is important. That's an important so. thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we will also probably be doing some episodes of whatnot, keeping track of the news at the time of this recording. The transfer portal did open today. And there was like a literal friggin' surge of people going into it. Um, thankfully, none of them from us yet. Knock on wood. Um, I don't think that's going to happen, but um, we will definitely be sure to do podcasts, to do little little tidbits um, for certain episodes or whatnot. Maybe just Instagram. Even if it's just quick little Instagram. Yeah, things, it, it might but... just be a hey, these this guys happened. Are, these guys are coming here, or these guys are going there. Who knows? Um, there's all kinds These of guys aren't getting any better. RIT still <laughs> winning Atlantic next year. Facts. Um, but yeah, we have we have some really fun stuff planned for the off season leading up to uh, October the seventh when the men's team comes back. Because I don't think we know when the women's season opener is yet, do we? It'll be probably, probably early September. Um, yeah, there's 201 days until the Tigers play St. Lawrence up in Kansas. Let's As of today, which is March 20th. I'm ready. Also, if the players are watching this, do a jersey sale because we need new jerseys, guys. Come on. Um, even though you have Yeah, apps. I need new ones. These are outdated. Yes, I, I need some new ones, too. Oh, I need a new black one. I will fight you I need for an orange one. one. No, I need an orange one. Does, okay, the orange jerseys this year? Magnificent. Oh, oh, yeah, don't. <laughs> Petition, coach. Shoes. If you're watching this, wear orange all next year. Just forget everything else. Wear the orange and black all next year. Yeah, no can white. the white jerseys? Can the white jerseys be lit again? Yeah, that I was, don't. I don't. I don't. Fun. Oh, we only got one home series sick. with orange at home, which sucks. They're so good, though. Um, that being said, uh, thank you all for watching. We will be back very soon for some new episodes. Um, if you have not already. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell notification so you are notified when all the off-season funness begins. Um, you can also listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Be a live show, but who knows? That would be so. awesome and also chaotic. <laughs> be bad. There would be no Zoe. There would be no Zoe to keep us from going insane if that happens. So no, she'd just be sitting in there with a. With, with a, a taser. The squirt bottle for the <laughs> Oh my god. Oh man. Oh, I love I love this podcast. <laughs> Alright, everybody have a great night. We'll see you very soon. Go Tigers. Roll tech.